Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We brought you damn good beer, and now we're delivering to you damn good beef. Hassle Cattle Company is the absolute best source for farm-to-table Wagyu beef in the country. Hassle Cattle Company is a fourth-generation cattle farm out of Texas. They ship all over the beautiful USA and straight to your door. They call their beef the blue-collar Wagyu. Why? Because it's the best damn Wagyu that every man or woman can afford. Hassle Cattle Company offers Wagyu smoked sausage, New York strip, beef bacon, Wagyu fresh, Frank, two jerky flavors, original and sweet and spicy, and their hamburger even won the Food Network's Northeast Burger Jam. Not only do we love their beef, the country loves their beef. Everybody wants to get in on this. These guys take their registered bulls and breed them with Angus cows, giving you that very high prime product that is grown with zero antibiotics or hormones. So head to HassleCattleCompany.com, that's H-A-S-S-E-L-L, CattleCompany.com, and use promo code DNVR10 for 10 percent off your order plus any orders over two hundred dollars get you free shipping again use code dnvr10 check them out today and we promise you will not be disappointed welcome into the dnvr avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings sportsbook use code dnvr when you sign up for a new account as people are too busy talking about simon and garfunkel at the moment it's the perfect song let's not go that far uh the absurd we're not gonna listen to <laughs> the abs certainly didn't play anything close to a perfect song tonight um let's face it their third period was just brutal period one wasn't period that one bad wasn't. period one was not that bad i'm not saying it was good but they didn't get cratered oh wow Really changed our expectations from a team that should when, when easily a team is make playing the postseason. The way that they are, yeah, you got to adjust your don't, expectations. Don't get good. Don't get cratered by the Columbus Blue Jackets. Hey, the bar had to be dropped. Yeah, it's not. There is no bar anymore. Like, there's no bar. Well, the bar is not way up here. There's still didn't a bar. Didn't get cratered by the Columbus Blue Jackets in one period. <laughs> Come on. I hear you. The first half of the second period was bad too. They got a few lucky breaks. It the whole second period was bad, and then Berkey did something I insane. I don't, and I don't recall it. a good stretch of hockey in this game. <laughs> Genuinely, and that's, and that's what I'm saying. Like the Avs aren't playing well right now, so you can't expect them to come out and like beat the world down. But the fact that they can't even get to that fucking level of it's, like competency, and it's it's maybe a little bit overboard. But like this, this game just reminded me of fucking Wednesday. It was just the same neither, thing. Neither of Colorado's goals are are like they're both great. Those are both great like, goals. 
one of them is a hundred percent an individual effort by Burkhoff. Yeah, oh, and the other phenomenal. one, they get helped out a whole bunch because Elvis Merzlikens is apparently bought stock in the fact that Nazem Kadri is shooting on him. Because he doesn't he doesn't even move. But you gotta like the He's just that, like, well that's an empty net, it's gonna stay one. You gotta like, like he the, doesn't move. You gotta like the things that built up to that I was moment. Say, like there's so yeah, 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 well down there. Great, fine, sure. But it's just like it it you're talking you're talking about one good passing sequence out, out of a sixty minute game. Sure, sure. And like there were other moments here, but really if your best players are not your best players, as was the case again tonight, yeah. like Darcy Kemper's looking around like, what is this? Yeah. Let's start there. The entire top line, there was one breakaway for Miko, which he fired right into a pad. And the rest of the night, that line was a ghost. The best line in hockey, supposedly, was a ghost. The you gotta stop calling them that, night, man. They, they, they just, certainly uh, weren't tonight. Yeah, they a haven't been any good in year. hockey. They, 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 a line. Line. they are they're, a line in hockey. They're a right line. Now. And until until they get the, the mantle back, they're not the three-headed monster anymore. They're a line. Okay. Yeah. And it's it's the same problems. I think it it wasn't even the top line, but they're guilty of this too. I think it was Burakovsky and Kadri in the second <laughs> or third period. <laughs> uh don't change so quickly. Yeah. Burkowski Kadri in the third period. Berkey walks to the middle. Instead of shooting, dishes it off. The Az make another pass, and they end up taking this puck from the center of the ice to the corner. And the entire bar just goes, <laughs> Again? Again? They're killing their own offense. Yeah. On a regular basis. Nathan McKinnon is awful right now. He was, oh. I mean, he's, he's playing... Horrible. His best shot of the night was Horrible a backhand hockey. flip from the point. Yeah, I mean, he has, you're talking, <laughs> he has an open wrist shot. And he's six feet away. He's got a shooting lane. He's got dead to rights. This is, you know, it's it's there. It's 2-2. Two, two. You're four minutes left in the third period or whatever it was. Like, it's there. Yep. That's the goal that he has been scoring the last couple of years. And he's sitting on one goal right now. And you you're just like, look. You go back and through the game. It's not. It's not that he hasn't gotten chances. It's not that he hasn't gotten opportunities. He's just blowing them. Yeah. It's just. It's. It's like watching third or fourth year Nathan McKinnon all over again. He can't beat a goaltender. He's just blowing scoring chance after scoring chance after scoring chance. I got into a whole argument with Eddie before the start of the season about whether or not he should be considered a forty goal scorer, and I was like, no, of course not. But this is absurd. Yeah. Right now you're like, well, what? He's not beating any goaltender yeah. at all. His his one goal was dope. It was great. It was that 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 one time. Now one in ten games. Yeah, and you're like, okay, that that was a great memory. That one time that that thing happened, his, and he's he's missed open nets. He's missed he's missed so many opportunities this year, and it looks like he's completely in his head because yeah. he's he, he misses another opportunity late in the game tonight and he's looking around and he knows yep he knows it yeah and it's uh, he's making he's making ill-advised passes he's <laughs> he's giving pucks away he's throwing pucks he started this habit a couple games ago where he started throwing blind passes in the middle of the ice in the defensive zone <laughs> and it's just like dude if you play like this your next job is gonna be a pizza delivery guy <laughs> quite quit auditioning for it and it's absurd how poorly he's playing right now. Here's here's where I'm struggling with it because that line is supposed to be so good that if one of them has a down night, someone else can pick him up. 
But the same things are happening. Gabe Landeskog in his own zone taking breakouts up the boards tonight was a turnover machine. Yep. He could not just, get the puck out of his own zone. Let me just give this away. Yeah. Let me oh, let me chip this right into the guy's chest and then lose the battle when the, when it when it drops back onto the ice. Over and over and over and over and over. I felt like he's been invisible for the last few games. I mean, after he's gotten those two oh. call, like he's gotten those two bad penalties, and it's like, what happened? What happened to him? Nothing good. He's not being effective at all. Nothing he's not good. doing that role on that top line right now. This was a disaster of a week yeah. for them. Yeah. It really was. They, Max passing, like you were saying, like it was a carbon copy pass in the first period there, right? Like yeah. the exact on same decision making. There's like. It's it, not good. You, no one would ever even think of trying to thread the needle because there is no hole. Yeah. It, you could, <laughs> even if you threaded the needle, it wouldn't make it across. Yeah, like, his, his best chance of getting that pass right now is like firing it into Miko's chest. Yep. Which is like, okay, well, that's pointless. <laughs> but I would still take that over him turning the puck over and creating rushes for the other team. Yeah, the book's out, but he should at least get, I don't know, something on net. Go to the net. I don't, I don't know I, what the answer I, is. There. I don't understand that comment that you just put up. I mean, you can love the Avs top six, but Darren Helm was awful tonight. Oh, he – Yeah. Well, he spent a lot of time in the box. <laughs> I. It takes, wasn't good. Takes multiple – um, is it sarcastic? I'm thinking it's, it must be sarcastic, right? I'm, Your name I'm is Fire Bednar. I'm yeah, assuming okay. this. I is, understand. I'm assuming I get Zach, it now. I'm assuming Zach <laughs> is getting to work early tonight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Helm was awful. Ranta make made decisions that you just cannot make in an NHL hockey game tonight. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what Jason Magna is. Jason Magna. We've had that conversation a million times. Um, uh, you mean he's not an NHL player and he yeah. just keeps getting rolled out there? And it, not that they have any solutions. It's not, like Alex any, it's, it's not like any of these guys are rolling up here and doing anything. They got Alex so. Newhook. I mean, we've, Sampo we've, Ranta we've outplayed Newhook early in the season. That's why he's. That's yeah, why he's through here. Through ten games, he's done nothing. Yeah, I think Clocks that up. the experiment's over. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, at some point, you just have to be like. Uh, well, no, but, but like my point. Let's give him twenty or thirty in the AHL, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, it and, it and clearly hasn't worked in the NHL. Yeah. So. Dude, I don't know. There, there's just like. You look at this team, and it's almost not even worth – because, like, it's so obvious that they're they're just not playing – They're playing really poor hockey. Like, they're like playing so, awful defensively. Like, uncharacteristically poor. Even just on paper, just from, like, a skill standpoint, you can't find a single guy that is playing up to the level that they should be as an individual. Forget – Playing as it's a team, like forget Logan team O'Connor. defense, yeah. forget passes, oh, that's, forget... It's like Logan O'Connor. That first goal? That first goal, he just completely and, 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 loses his right. guy. I was going to say. Just and, and, and it's just... That, that's why you sit here and it's like... Yeah. You, you have to trust that eventually they get back on track. You know, someone flashed across the screen, you know, the Miko quote after the game. He said, oh, it didn't feel like we had our legs. It's like, duh. <laughs> and, and, and they really just look like they are fighting themselves. They're not yeah. earning any bounces. Oh, I mean, they're not outworking anybody. They're not. They're it, not. It's they're just, not playing. There's. there's they're, they're not making. It's. It's not yeah. even that they're like playing bad. They're making plays that are like, you're an NHL player. You know not to make that. And and they just look like they're, they're forcing stuff. They're they're trying to make plays where plays aren't there. The shots that they do take are again. You know we we were laughing. I think it was in the second period. They had three fake one-timers, and then the one that they take is Miko from below the circle. It's like, <laughs> well, and I, I, it's just it doesn't. None of it makes any sense. And, and all of this garbage. And there's ten minutes left in the third period, and they still have a lead. And they find a way to lose. See, that's what I was saying the other night, dude. Like this team, 
They all look afraid to make a mistake. They get a lean, and it's, okay, well, we can't blow this because we have to hold on to it. And you end up fucking back on your heels for an entire game, chasing I pucks around, getting bailed out by your goalie, and then a, a, a fluky one gets past him. But again, there's there's effort issues. You, you pointed out, how does someone get behind you again and win that loose puck? How does that happen again? Uh, I, I want to talk about this more because I, I want to really go in depth on it. But we are brought to you all by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. I got myself an avalanche right here. Blaze with the Broncos country over there. So go oh, on oh. and get some. He, he like I looks just, around. He's like, <laughs> I just nothing, took it off the green when I was trying to show it. <laughs> Maybe this way. There you go. Check out your local liquor store. You can find it online near you at the Breck Beer Locator. And, of course, down at the DNVR bar, eight different kinds on tap. So come hit us up over here. It was a, it was a party tonight. The Avs game didn't turn out very well, but... Yeah. A lot of good people down at the bar. It was so, a cool day like yeah. to go from the Colorado State one right into yeah. the Nuggets one, right into the Avs and Buffs. So like yeah. it, was, it was a cool yeah. day at the bar. Bar was fun, at the very least, even if the Avs game wasn't. So we got that going for us. Also brought to you by Green Mountain Dental Group. Head on over to them just 15 minutes from downtown in Lakewood. When you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam with them, you get a free Sonicare toothbrush. So they'll make it easier to take care of your teeth both at home and at the dentist. They got you covered. Check them out. Uh, yeah, second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. So, about the third period. The Avs made a conscious strategic decision to play hockey where they don't possess the puck very much, right? This this was almost a carbon copy yep. of game three against Vegas. Yeah, it, oh, was, yeah. it was, it was, they don't, it was they don't look good. They're up by, they're up by a goal. They're, 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 they're trying to protect it. Yeah. They're trying to play safe. It's just not who they are. It's not their identity. It's not how they play. Uh, they're, they're hemorrhaging chances. Darcy Kemper's bailing them out left and right. A lot of weird puck bounces are going Columbus's way. But sure. Columbus is winning every battle. Yeah. They're winning every foot race. They're, they're earning a goofy yep. bounce here I was going to say, the, they're blue, earning the all Blue Jackets that. earned and, every bounce that they got today. And they just did. They look. This looks like a. This looks like an emotionally broken team. They don't look well, like they're confident that they're going to win. They don't look like they they're confident that they're going to make and the play. They don't look like they're confident that their goalie is going to make a play. They don't look like they're confident that any guy that they pass the puck to is going to do anything with it. They look shell shocked. And they need to make a decision. Uh, one of two ways. One, if they look at the tape of that third period and they want to continue to deploy a strategy of defensive protect-the-lead play, it has to change drastically. There, there, there's, there's nothing to look at on the tape there. Like, honestly, man, like there's there, nothing I for them there's to... there's plenty to look at. There's nothing you, to look at there if, because... If you're going to keep doing that strategy, you queue up but that, every but, single but that's play what I'm saying. That's that not a someone strategy. got a guy behind <laughs> Find me any successful team that has ever played with that strategy. I mean, where the 1-3-1 was successful for a decade, but... That's completely <laughs> different. That's completely different. And, like, dude, the Avs the abs have been the way that they have been for the last few years, because the last couple of years at least, because they have not played like that. They've, they've I, stayed I agree, pursuing and that's the puck. one of the choices. And, and, and uh, to me, th there's just something off with this group. Now, I don't think they're trying to play that way, honestly. And, like, you give Columbus a little bit of credit because they were pursuing the hell out of pucks. The Avs had no time, no space. So, so you have to, like we always talk about, you have to remember there's another team out there. But, like, if, if the Avs are actually going to try to play that way, thank God that pick's top 10 protected because no team that's ever been successful can play I, just, just defend the lead. I, 
Maybe. But if they want to continue to play that way in the future, you look at this game and you say, <laughs> I don't think it's RIP. I think it's you cannot let these dudes in behind you on every single puck. You have to keep them in front of you if you're going to play that way. And if the team says, we can't do that, we're not capable, then to your other side, you can't play that way. You just cannot. You have to be aggressive and continue to play the way that has made this team successful. I just don't even think they're built to do that. They're I, don't, built I was going to say, because you're talking about offense. playing a trap style. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, so what, what you're watching tonight, that wasn't that wasn't trap. That wasn't anything. It, so, like, but I, I don't know what there is for them to watch out of that. I think, again, if they're going to decide to play that way, I, I think everyone, certainly myself, would much rather see them be the aggressive team we all know they can be in Barry teams. But see, see, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think they're making a conscious effort to play that way. I just think that they don't, they, they don't have whatever it is right now. They, they, what it honestly looks like to me, they're missing a ton of intensity. Look at those guys' faces after that after that goal goes in. There's nobody slamming sticks. There's nobody slamming doors. Even Nathan McKinnon, Blaze, you made the comment like, "Well, I'd love to see him on the bench right now." Like, what yeah. is he feeling? They just they don't have that. Do you think some of McKinnon's stuff is like the the shit that happened over the off season? Is messing with him a little bit mentally, right? Like, because could be. I mean, he's he's been that explosive personality, and sometimes you need that from a star player, right? Like, he's not wearing the C; he can explode, and other players on the team need to take note of that as well. Like, he understands that he's frustrated, but how do you get this team motivated to get going in the right direction now? Because, frankly, this was embarrassing tonight. You, you, Columbus Blue Jackets they could have had six goals before the third period even started. Yeah. If they had shooters on their team that could hit the net, there was a lot of time for them to actually I, score. I don't think there's anything that can be said. You need one of your leaders on the team, one of your leaders that's in the locker room, not some guy down lineup, not Logan O'Connor skating, you know, harder than anyone else. You need Nathan McKinnon. You need uh, Miko Rannon, Gabe Landeskog. You know, when Kale McCarthy's back, you need one of them to just say, I'm taking over this game and you're all going to follow me. Because right now you can say all you want. Nobody's out there doing what they're supposed to, except yeah. for Darcy Kemper tonight, who was lights out. Yeah, he was fantastic. Yep. And and until someone's going to do that and just say, I am going to change the way that we are playing. You know, Bo Byron tried to do it a couple nights ago. You can't have a 19-year-old kid being the, being the pulse of a team that's supposed to be a Stanley Cup contender. Yeah. You need one of your big guys to set the tone, set the example, because there's nothing that's going to be said in, in the locker room before a game that's going to suddenly change the way they play, it's it. They have they have four days now to set up four days, five days, five days. Yeah, Thursdays to are next sit game. on this and let them you know think about it and and understand that th you did this twice. You got lucky. You got bailed out one night by getting a point. You did this two nights in a row over the course of a week. You have five days to now sit there and, and with that bad taste in your mouth. Oh, the song. <laughs> I was like, what did you guys just make eye contact and decide about? Uh, but, you know, and, and, and someone has to actually physically change the way that they're playing and, and say, you're all going to follow me. Look, I do think some of that needs to happen, but I also think the Avs need to legitimately sit down and ask themselves why this happened in both games against Columbus. You have a terrible game on Wednesday. Things happen. You go, okay, you played like shit. You move on. You keep going. You do it again in the second game against the same team, a team that you expect yourselves to beat. 
why is the effort level not there? Is it just you guys aren't trying? Because that's unacceptable. What is the disconnect? What has to be done to get them to where they need to be? And you, see, that, that, that's a question that only they can answer. Exactly right. What, 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 what is going on? What has changed between... What? Uh, I guess, shit, the calendar's all messed up. What was it? <laughs> June of last year? Yeah. And, and now, or last season, you know, it's... And look, and hero efforts, a guy leading the way will help. It will win you hockey games. But if you want to be a real Stanley Cup contender, your team needs to figure its shit out. The whole team. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's that's been your identity. You you need someone to set the tone on, on how you're going to play. Because right now, to the point I think we've all made tonight, their top guys are some of their most apathetic players right now. Definitely. It starts with the top. I don't think there's any argument there. Um, but <laughs> they're worried about you, AJ. They're worried about you over there. <laughs> He's got nothing to say. Well, I mean, what do you say? I, I think they're broken. Yeah, right. I I really don't think this is complicated. I think that emotionally, I, I think I think that emotionally that they're fractured and they they don't believe in themselves. And I think that it's a it's a game. Winning hockey games is all about winning battles. It's all about I mean, you win a foot race here and a board battle here, and then you make a play here, and then you you get a step on a guy there, and you make a read there, and it's all about just winning battles and. We don't think when you don't believe in yourself and you don't believe that you're any good and you don't think that good things are going to happen to you, good things don't. Yep. This is not complicated. This is yep. this is yep. watching yep. watching them right now is like watching me when I was like 26. I didn't know what I was doing. I drifted through life. I didn't know who I was. I had all the talent in the world, at least so I'd been told my whole life, <laughs> and I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know how to harness any of it. I didn't have any confidence in myself. I didn't have any self-belief. There was Expect there was to go no wrong. there was no there was no like why why would things turn around? I wasn't doing anything to put myself in a position to turn anything around. Why are things going to turn around for the Colorado Avalanche until they start doing better things? Until they get back to being in you know being in the habit of making good choices. You have to, you have to have good habits to get good results. And right now their habits are bad. Their heads are hanging. They're, they're, I mean, you don't have to read a book on body language to know that their body language sucks. This is a, it's a emotionally, it is a fractured team. This isn't, this isn't an X's and O's problem. This nope. isn't a, the, the X's and O's aren't any good, you know. And they've got a coaching staff that they're very clearly increasingly tuning out. Your power play, your power play problems have now dragged on to ten games. Yep. Granted. You know, some of this, you, we, we keep saying, like, hey, they've had their top unit. They still don't have their top unit. Kel McCarr's still not part of that unit. But it's, it, it's, it doesn't matter. Like, you're at, you're at, supposed to be above right. these things. At the like end you, of the night, this is a 2-1 game, and they're over 4 on the power play. Well, if and, they score one, it's over. And, and like, the penalty, the penalty kill, the, the, the penalty kill should have given up multiple goals. Like, they gave up, like, 10 shots on goal. They're not, yep. they're not yep. stopping anything. Yep. They're not... They're not preventing anything. They're surviving. You just you don't you don't thrive while you're trying to survive. And I'm not trying to be clever and rhyme. No, it's just, just true. True. Yeah. It's just true. You you you're in survival mode, and they look they look like they've got PTSD. They look shell shocked. They look like they are so <laughs> fractured from what happened to them against Vegas last year that they can't have a bad thing happen to them because they don't know apart. how to handle it. Yeah. And, they don't they don't look like they have any emotional maturity. They they look completely broken to me, and they look and the coaching staff doesn't know how to fix it, and the players don't know how to fix it, 
And I don't I I don't know how you I don't know how you handle that. I you just have to buck up and you have to decide that you're going to change your tune. Well, and you're 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 the you're the hero of your own story kind of thing. As you You've got to believe that you're going to be there at the end of the day. That as something is going to go your way. That you're going to create something better for yourself. You get into good habits, you're going to get good results. Right now, it's bad habits, bad results and it's that simple. And as you said earlier in the show where their first period really wasn't that good. The numbers look pretty good. The Avs outshot them 12 to 7 in the period. But I think a lot of people came away from that first period saying it really felt like the Avs just survived that period. It didn't feel like the Avs dominated that period in any sense of the imagination. Even if the numbers looked good, they're still, it's like they're trying to step through raindrops. Because every single time Columbus gets the puck or an opportunity comes along, it feels like the Avs are gripping their sticks so hard they're going to tear them in half. Yeah, you can see their white knuckles through the gloves. Yeah. Like, and that's why, and that's why they're making some of these plays where you see guys pulling up. They're trying, you know, McKinnon trying to force those passes through the seam because they don't feel like they can put the puck in. So they're trying to find the perfect play, and they found it on the f- uh, first Burakovsky goal. Like that's what they're trying to do every time. They're well, trying to find the, the wide goal? open net. Second goal is right. just Burakovsky. Which one of those? Which one of those gets uh, results in more goals every game? The you, work you, you you love you love when you can make that pretty passing play and everybody gets to stroke each other off in the you know and you're the handshake line oh yeah fist bumps boys oh that was great hockey oh yeah it's, yeah it's it's great it's great when you can draw it up and it looks like that it's not what's it's it's not how you're winning games you're winning you're winning games by winning battles yep and that's they're why they're losing, not getting any bounces right now either they're, they're losing every battle and it starts with internally. I, I don't even I don't even care about the X's and O's of the game right now. Sure. Because emotionally they're fractured. All right. Uh, since we've kind of stepped into this room, let's talk about a positive. Two goals. Burkowski back in the game tonight, and he was one of the guys before he got injured that it was like, look, you need more from this guy. They got more from him. Where's everybody else? Is is Burkowski a guy they can follow? No, I, no, no, and, and see, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, like yeah. uh, him tonight. Like, that's exactly what you need from a second line winger who can come in and contribute. And obviously, you'll that's need two more goals. than what you're right, expecting right, right. From a, yeah. yeah, you don't need two goals from every night, but like that is the type of dude that you want to see contributing more because when your top guys are going, those are the types of goals that that put the game out of reach, right? Like we were sitting here saying. You know, AJ was saying, watching the game, he said, man, it'd be really nice for a Tyson Jost moment right now where it's just that yeah. depth guy puts the game out of reach because your top guys have carried you. And and that's that. And again, I'm not even necessarily saying that Nathan McKinnon needs to go out and have a hat trick, but the goal that he had, the goal that he set up for Eric Johnson against Minnesota, it's the exact type of thing I'm talking about. That's the style of play, play he needs to be coming with every single night, pursuing pucks. You know, for years, the last couple of years, there's been conversation about him and McDavid, and I've always said McDavid's got immensely more skill than anybody that's ever owned a hockey stick. But Nathan McKinnon, where he keeps himself in that conversation, at least to some level, is the fact that he's got the power element. He can get into the corner, dig pucks out, and and just will his way to the front of the net. He's not doing it. Yeah. And until he or Landis Gog or someone want to step up and do that. It has to be him. McKinnon. It can't be Landy. It can't be Rantanen. It can't be any of them. But he's, 
Like, see, I think it could be Landy. They've always had this like yin and yang, you know, where Landy Landy does a lot of heavy lifting. He does all. He does a lot of stuff, right? But Nathan McKinnon has to lead. I he's, mean, he, yeah, he's their he has to. He's he's the engine of everything that they do. Yep. It, yep. It's it all centers around that guy. He's got to be an all-world player. Not a pretty good player. Not. You know, especially with the with the depth issues that they have this year, he has to be all world. And right now, I mean, I, which I'm, he can I'm, be. I'm talking about the emotional issues and all this, but like, this is this is it's exactly what I talked about in the Vegas series. Your best players have to be your best players, and when they're not, you're gonna lose games. There's a reason those guys make the money that they do. There's a reason that they play the minutes that they do. There's a reason that they're in the lineup and that they they get the matchups and they. They're on your top power play. You know, there's a reason for all of that, and it's time to see it. Like, you look at McKinnon, who's found his way to points, and you're kind of like, woohoo, because you look at it, and it's a lot of empty calories right now. There's not a, there's not a lot of him, you know, changing a game. You go and you look at a lot of the points. Like, that one goal that he scored was a game-changing play. Yeah. A lot of a lot of a lot of this stuff, though, it hasn't been. It's it's just for me. It's it's it starts with him. He has to be better. He can't be a guy that scores once every three weeks. Well, and, and you see the look on his face when he has that one in the slot that gets blocked there near the end of the game, and you can just see it on his face. It was like, yep, of course, of course, that got blocked into the netting, <laughs> and. I, I don't. I'm not. You know. I'm not in the NHL. I don't know how you break out of that. I don't know what yeah. he's got to do mentally. But it, <laughs> there's only so much that we can say about how they fix <laughs> right, their right, problems. Right, right. <laughs> At a certain you, point, you they just, just lead a horse to water, yeah. right? It yeah. is beyond. It's beyond the execution part of it, and and like you yeah. said, the X's and O's. That that stuff, honestly, like it, like if they were playing hard, skating hard, and and they were at this record, it's like eh. Yeah, that sucks, but you know that that luck will flip or whatever. The, the issue right now is that they're sitting at four. What is it? Four, five, four, five and one. And, one. Yep. and they don't. It would feel, really even look competitive. <laughs> it would feel a lot better if teams were beating them, but the majority right, of their right. losses, it feels like they've beaten themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which almost, which almost does like deep down. You're like, well, they'll get out of it. They'll get out of it. But if this goes on too much longer. It's look. Jared Bednar's out of a job. Yeah, yeah this is. It's. it's I'm sorry that that's. The, it, no, that's it is. The, it is. That's yeah. the change that's that the you make. Yep. You, can, you can say. You can't. You can't go much longer. You can't go right. another four, five, and one in the next ten games. You, you go four, five, and one in the next ten games. He has to be fired. He's been and fine. And I don't care how it happens. I don't care. I don't care yeah. what it looks like. Just it just that's that's the you have to make a change somewhere and you can't trade all of them. The team is too good. To, yeah, you to be four, five, and one. You don't continue to go down this road. Like, yep. I, so are you, so could, you're not necessarily saying this. This is a Jared Bednar problem. No, but like, I don't think. I don't think that it is. It's but the sending but, the but, message. Right, 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 right. There's only the so right many levers to yep. pull when you're trying to fix some things. Yep. You know, and I, I talk every summer, going into every season, I say there's one really good team every year that inexplicably just can't yep. figure it out. That can't. You know, everything goes wrong for them. Whether it be injuries, whether it be a, a key guy here, a key guy there, not living up to their potential, having a poor season, whatever. Through 10 games right now, you're looking at Colorado going, it's them. 
and I mean, you look at you, you look at like what Vegas has done with all the injuries and all the everything that they're doing, and they're getting outplayed. They're getting waxed every night. They're getting but they crushed find ways mad. to win. But they find ways. They they come back. They play with a, a certain moxie. There's a confidence there that they're never out of a game. The Avs are leading games, and, and they play with no confidence. Well, and they're they, finding and ways to lose them. Yep. Uh, they play with no confidence, and yeah. I just uh, there's there's only so many levers to pull. There aren't you're not you're not gonna fire off four or five trades and try and shake things no. up. It doesn't one that stuff just isn't available in season. You got it, it, if it, it, you know Elliot Friedman says it all the time. Other general managers are throwing you boat anchors. Yeah. They're not trying to bail you out of anything. Yep. They're trying to take advantage of your problems. Yeah. You know, you're not going to go out in that market and find an answer that's going to fix this. They've got to figure it out internally. Like, can, uh, the trade they need to make is Nathan McKinnon from Nathan McKinnon two years ago. <laughs> not even the one from last year. Give me the one from two years ago. That's the one that they need. And that's the first trade that has to happen. If that guy, if that guy doesn't show up, then your coaching staff is in the crosshairs next. You don't. It's got to be because right now, what the product is on the ice, like you've seen that they've had success, right? Right. Like you can't mess with it. Like there's a window here, and well, like that's what they're gonna blame the coach first and, off. Is like you've got the keys to the Ferrari, and, and you're not driving that, it the right way. Yeah. And the thing is, yeah. like, it's if like the driving Avs, a Ferrari and getting 18th place, it's not <laughs> acceptable. Well, the thing is, if the Avs go seven, three, and one in their next, or seven and three, even in their next ten, you're going all right. It's fine, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally, I was sure. going to say but that, that, like, is, that, is, fix yeah, that is that yeah. is the other thing that like as as down as even I am right now on on the way that they're playing, the way that they're preparing. You are a hundred percent right. If they take these five days off and and whatever again, whatever that you know, Michael Jordan's special stuff from Looney uh, from uh, Space Jam, like. If they get a hold of that, and yeah, they, they rattle off seven three and zero, you know eight eight one and one or something like that, and it's like ah, eh, well they got over Maybe that. They need Bro, to take even a if, spiritual journey, even if they go <laughs> even if they go six and four, you're like all right, you're gaining ground, right? Like you're yep. you're gaining ground on what you were doing. Like you're but you can't be a sub five hundred hockey team yeah, anymore. You just the, oh, the, this is the end of the clock. You have to start being a real hockey and team. The now. schedule this month is too it's too soft. Yep. In terms of travel and in terms of who they play and how often they play, you can't just give – and it started two games against Columbus in a week. You got one point out of four against the Blue Jackets. All yep. right. Brutal. Like, respect to Columbus. They earned all four of those points. Well, I think – They were the better like, team in both games. They earned those points. Yeah. And – I don't right. know about the better team, but they out-hustled the Avs. Like, they got – the Avs got exposed. Like you were saying, right? Winning battles. They were soft in the corners. They weren't getting to the pucks. They were getting they, they, beat I'll say to they, the pucks. They were just a step behind on yeah. every race. In every zone. It's brutal. Yep. When, you're, when you've built your whole identity around speed and you lose every <laughs> right, race. Right, 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 right. Like it's, it's one thing if you get bullied again. You know, if, if a team punches you in the mouth. And you've been so intent all year on not getting bullied and being tougher and you've not. That you, you've, you've completely totally lost to your way. Yeah. You've totally lost who you are and what you do well. They, there's no identity. There's no confidence. There's no belief in self. It's, you know, it's, I don't know, man. They need an an exorcism. <laughs> you yeah. know, they need something. I, I don't uh, know. And, and again, just with the the players on this roster, you do. You have faith that. They're gonna, they're gonna shake out of it. They're gonna get there. 
this, that, and the other, but you are, and, and it sounds so silly in an 82-game season at Game 10 to be saying they're running out of time. It gets but, too but, early in the NHL. Well, I was going to say, every year... It just it, does. It used to be, well, teams you know, teams at the uh, at, at New Year's. Then it was, well, teams at Christmas. Then it's done, and now it's teams it's at American a, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving yeah. And then depending on who you ask, there are a lot of people that say, yeah, that first week in November, you've really got to have kind of, you know, sh- your, your teams start to shake out. And I mentioned it in the pregame. You know, the Avs are sitting at nine points right now. You start looking up at the top of the league, they're double-digit points behind some of those teams. And again, all of those teams are going to go through a stretch like the Avs just had. M- sure. Most of them. Yeah. All of them are going to go I'm, through. I'm, uh, I'm comfortable saying every team goes through a 4-5-1. Right, right. So, so you're not dead in the water, but you need to take these five days. Keep a day away from the rink. I don't know what you got to do. Do something when, and get back on pace, and you're fine, and you, all is forgiven. When you open the season like this, it's there now it's no longer okay if it happens later in the season. Right, 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 right. right. It's now yeah, you yeah, have now, to go. Now yours yeah, is out of the yeah, way. Uh, that was your one. Your Everybody gets one. Is gone. You yep. you put it as out of the way, but a lot of people are going to put it as you cannot do it again. Oh well, no, no. But I'm saying like like that's how you have to look at it. Like cool, you were you had your one bad stretch. Cool, we're fine with it. But can't that's ha- it. That's again. the end. You, you got Full one. stop. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You got one bad stretch that you can have when you're a true contending team, and it's done. It's over. When's the best time to have a bad stretch? Not in the playoffs. That's for sure. Well, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. But <laughs> is there is there something like, is now the time to have it, or is I mean, it I don't think, December? I don't think there's ever it, a good time. Well, I know there's never a good time, beat. but it's going to happen. So what? Your bad stretch is defined by how you respond to it. Yeah, no, 100%. And that's, I was just that's about to it. say, if, if you let this it. set the tone for your season, then, you know, whatever. But if you. Then it's if not you, a bad stretch anymore, it's a bad team. Right, right, right. <laughs> but, like, if you exactly. can spin that's exactly this. That's exactly how it is. If, if you, you respond can, to a bad stretch by staying bad, you're bad. Yep. Yeah. And it, but if you could spin this into overcoming adversity and digging yourself out and, and turn this into a moment where you can learn yeah, dating, dating all the way back to the. Uh, Vegas series, okay. Now you now you're showing that you're learning how to dig yourself out of these stretches. Right now, the only the only bit of, of validity I give to any of these people that just trashed Jared Bednar is they haven't shown that they are able to dig themselves out of these real bad stretches. Jared Bednar, as an X's and O's coach, doesn't have a problem. If this continues, does Jared Bednar have a co- has have a problem as an emotional leader? Maybe. Well, well, and what, see, to me, what's funny is I actually feel like part of what has was always so highly touted about him is he knows how to connect with the players. He knows well, how he to get the most did. out of the players, right? He's gotten the most out of these guys. Yeah. I mean, you look at Colorado's best, you know, you know the young guys, you know, like the Ranton, and they, they never played for another coach, really. Right. Well, know, and- nine games <laughs> nine games under Patrick Watt didn't count <laughs> when you were the fourth-line center and you had Borna Rundelich on your line and shit, and, you know? And but I it's like honestly- he's gotten the best results out of all these guys. Right. You and- know, Nathan McKinnon, five years in, randomly turns into a superstar in Jared Bednar's second year. It's it, and kind of even Jared Bednar's first up, year. You're straight up lying if you think that Jared Bednar had nothing to do well, with and, it. And, and even the, his second year, you're coming off a 48 point season. You're trading one of the top players in your team. They had every reason to pack that one in and have it be another lottery season for them. They and were he, expecting it, and he yep. got them to where they are. So, like, that's why I see some stuff, you know, talking about Jared Bednar, and, and obviously there's some level of truth to some of it because, like you said, he hasn't been able to dig him out of the second round. But even as we talked about a couple days ago, 
That second round stuff is a little overblown when you really step back and look at those second round exits. Yeah, I mean, I, when, I, you're, when you're honest about how right, that sausage right, right. got when, made. When you, when you take the emotions out of it. Well, when you stop being the guy who's like, well, the bottom line is the only thing in the world. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, so it, it's, it's tough when you step back and say, is getting rid of Jared Bednar maybe the answer to get this team going? I just don't know because I, I, I really, I, I think he's been a good emotional leader. I think he's connected with players well. I, I think he helped them battle through well, unbelievable, literal historic adversity after that first year. And now suddenly they're stunned. This is an opportunity and, for him to say, here's, an, here's another thing I can do. And that's where these next 10 games matter. 100%. If they figure it out, Bednar's job is safe as hell. I yeah. like Bednar as a coach. I mean, look, he's won. I think he's every, great, dude. He's, he's won at every level. This is, this is not his last NHL job. No, no. I was going to say, no, if, he no, gets, yeah, yeah. if he gets fired, he's probably yeah, going to be a Panther I, head coach. I was, yeah. was going to say, you know I was gonna say <laughs> he's a Chicago Blackhawk yeah. the next oh, day. Seriously, there's a, there's a fight for him right yeah. there. Yeah. Like, there's like, the, the, yeah. It will not be long. No, and the people that are but, just. But there are times where you just need that change. Absolutely. And where it's like, look, it's not that you're not a coach. It's that you're not the coach for us anymore and it's happened you in Nab's history a few times yeah i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean well, there have been some all right we we can continue this just don't but, replace uh, him with tony granado man <laughs> first of all if you're looking oh, for mj special stuff for your ball sack uh and maybe your bush needs an exorcism jesus uh, whatever you need. Manscape has you covered below the belt. They have their new body wash, a shampoo and conditioner as well. You can use that uh, on your, your head. An exorcism. Uh, they got you covered Jesus both below Christ. and above the belt. Like I said, they got shampoo. They got about both trimming the bushes at that point. <laughs> They're removing evil spirits from your junk. Look, man. Manscaped it, is a better deal than I realized. The power of Christ compels you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Manscaped's got you covered. Use code DNVR when you go buy their products and get 20% off. The Perfect Package 4.0 also comes with free shipping. Uh, apparently, the lawnmower doubles as a cross. So if you're getting if an you get two lawnmowers, yeah. <laughs> are, are, are you looking at that box score? No, I was looking but, at uh, Kraken. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Seattle's up 2-1 over the Coyotes. All four. three goals came in the first minute and 33 seconds. That, right now, there's four shots on goal for the Kraken and two for the Yotes. And, and three it's goals two to one. In, baby. <laughs> but, so it can be worse. Uh, 93 <laughs> seconds in, it was two to one. That's Man. professional hockey. <laughs> <laughs> be sure to hit up to game. Uh, Manscaped. Also hit yes. up DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. Uh, unfortunately, the Avs ruined our super slate. So that didn't work out. Yeah, AJ was well, off to a great start. Yeah, Nugget. it was looking good. Oh, yeah. Well, what happened in the what happened in Pittsburgh? I don't know how that one ended, but Let's see. AJ likely to go ten for twelve tonight, which is pretty <laughs> solid. That's but damn good. The Avs let it, let down the the bets tonight. Unfortunately, didn't get it through. But you can go on DraftKings nope, right the wild now. Wild one, I would have had they that. They came no back. Way. They came back. Yep. Woo. Uh, the, so far, the only game that I've gotten incorrect is the Avalanche game. Wow. Yeah. I had every other did game. You right. the AJ was, did you have the Leafs over Boston? I did. AJ was setting wow. up for a, a great little yeah. cash out there. He was about yeah. to hit a good one if the Avs won, but couldn't get there. Uh, look, you can bet on whatever you want on DraftKings. Use code DNBR when you sign up to get amazing odds boost. Right now, you bet $5 on any 
NFL game and you pick the correct team to win, you get $200 in free bets. So jump on that. Son of a bitch. Get that one going. Uh, I can't believe a lot of came back. Even, even if you put in a couple bucks, like like I said, I put in $1 on the slate today. And if you hit that once, you get 500 bucks for the rest of the year to play with. So it's it, more than that, I think it was, like 1200 for me. But tons of money, tons of fun. Hit up DraftKings. Go over there and use that DNVR code. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, we have like 80 Super Chats. Let's get to those. Jesus. Uh, thank you for the Super Chat, Maggie. There were a lot of turnovers. You are correct. Uh, yep. Next... Blake, thank you for the super chat, says there are so many issues with execution and roster decisions, but the biggest red flag is that they're not trying. I do think effort would solve a lot of their problems. I don't know what else to tell you on that one. Like I said, they got exposed a little bit in this series. They're just... Let's move on. Yep. (laughs) Next. (laughs) Uh, Free my boy Newhook. They can't last much longer, right? It's got to happen soon. I, I think there should be a swap coming, right? They have five days off. Is now a good time to make the switch? If nothing else, send Ranta down there just to play a game. Absolutely. Yeah. See, I, I don't have an issue with the sending Ranta down, but like I really don't. Like for me, worth where this team's at right now. Oh yeah, that'll fix it. Right. It won't. <laughs> right. That's that's what I'm saying. Of course like, it won't. But right now, like you'll take what you can get in your bottom six if New Hook's an upgrade. Sure. Look, until Nathan McKinnon gets min-maxed, the rest of it doesn't matter. (laughs) All right. Fully agree. Fully agree with AJ. I want to see some new hook. All right. Um, Let's go. I'm all for it. Not opposed. I know it's not going to fix it, but I want to see him uh, up in the next. You never know, man. Maybe maybe that confidence is back, and he's the bolt of lightning. He walks in, and he's like, how am I the most confident guy in this room not named (laughs) Bowen Byron? So maybe it helps. I don't know. Something to light a fire under somebody's ass. I don't know. JT says, is it chemistry? Do they miss PEB? Well, it's not PEB. Logan O'Connor says, no, we don't miss Pierre or Belmar. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they miss. I don't think they miss Belmar. Is much. there a, is there some lack of chemistry? Maybe. But I think that boils down to the confidence part, as much well, as anything. And I think the part of the chemistry part of it can definitely be. Yeah. That they've played like 17 different forwards. Yeah, in yeah 10 there's, games. there's a lot like, there's of things that are true of, right now. A yeah. lot of moving parts. Every game, you're having major lineup changes. And it's hard to. Even a guy like Logan O'Connor hasn't settled into a role because it's changed constantly. And, and I think that's more it's, of an argument for the bottom six, right? But you look at Nathan McKinnon, you're, you're saying. I don't care who you're playing with. You're supposed to be good enough to make it work with yeah, anyone. Like Nathan McKinnon's role hasn't changed. Right. He goes, he goes out there and it's like, dude, we need you need to be top dog. Roll yeah. Logan O'Connor with Miko Randon and Nathan McKinnon. I'm okay. good on that. I'll take a pass on that. But <laughs> sure. Get Why some not? effort going. At this point, Get I don't I don't really I mean, whatever. Well it did until until Nathan McKinnon gets going, I don't think it matters. <laughs> I, whatever you want to do. Next. Getting around in. No, this oh, is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me where the leadership group is. Landy is skating around into the other team, and Mac gives up on everything as soon as it gets slightly hard, I assume you mean. Uh, I mean, we've said they have to be better. I don't know. Yeah. We're also wondering, where's the leadership group? Where right. is yeah. That, that, this, honestly, this is the yeah. problem. The, yeah. the, we could have just posted this super chat for 
however long we've been doing this. Blown and, it yeah, up, yeah, covered yeah. the whole screen. <laughs> yeah, and, and then we could have just pieced right, out. I, like, I, honestly, that's, that's the issue. I have a question. Is it only the head coach that can call a timeout during a, in a game? Or can a, can the captain call a timeout? I genuinely don't know the answer yeah, to that. Yeah, I'm assuming it's only the head coach, but I don't no, know. No, a captain could, well, a captain could call a timeout because they, if they call it on the ice... I feel like if a player skated up to a ref and called a timeout, they'd probably go to confirm it at the yeah. bench. Would be my guess. I'm assuming only a head coach, or I would say a coach can do it. Are coach. you just saying in the NHL? Because, like, in yeah, college hockey, yeah. right? yeah. like they'll yeah. skate out like to get the maximum amount of rest time. Right. And then the whoever's taking the face off will be like, never heard of her. <laughs> yeah. Um, What's that? I said college hockey. I've never heard of her. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's 90% of the Avs prospect pool now, so. That's why none of them turn into NHLers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I, I think there's a person that played some college hockey that's a pretty good uh, abs player. Where? Well, he's injured right yeah, now. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Man, seemed to do shit tonight. <laughs> How many college guys do they have? EJ, Logan O'Connor, Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson. Kale, not in, but yeah. 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 I'm sure there's more that I just don't know. Ranto. Oh, yeah. Ranto yeah, for Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, one last super chat. I think this one is just the money. Thank you very much, Craig. Much appreciated. Thank uh, you. Thank you, all of you. Wish, yeah. wish, wish these shows were more fun. I mean, yeah, we want to have fun shows. Yeah, do. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what we're gonna do next week where we don't have a yeah, show for five four days. days until the next Avs game. Yeah, just gonna sit around. It's gonna be some interesting shows for sure. <laughs> well, maybe when they get back from Finland, everything will be better. Uh, <laughs> hey, I was gonna say they it went. Like one team went and the other one went to Columbus. They went <laughs> 0 one and one in Sweden a couple years ago, and then they came back and. The gear, the gear so changed. So we're just gonna pretend they were in Finland. Got it? Yeah. Against the Whew, Sens that, that year, was yeah. close. I was getting worried there <laughs> for a minute until I remembered. Unfire everybody. Yep, it's fine. Yep, yep, we're yep, good. Yep. Untrade good. all the yep. guys. They're coming back from Finland. It'll be, it'll be fine. Yep. <laughs> so unlike Wednesday, the one thing the Avs did get, and our king of the game, is Darcy Kemper. Darcy Kemper kept the Avs in this game for way longer than they deserved to be yeah, in Absolutely. Uh, yeah, he was great. Twenty, Like I said, it could have been 6-2. 38 saves, 9-2-7 save percentage. The dude made multiple, multiple huge odd man rush, dangerous chance saves to keep this game 2-1. And the Avs in front of him just let him down, yep. like straight up. I have no qualms with any of the goals Kemper gave up tonight. But I do. Okay. That well, second one's bullshit. Sam Gerard's got to play that better. But Kemper, what the fuck, dude? That that one, I, I need to see the replay. It looked like it was fluttering. It really looked like it. it was that the one from the side of the yeah. goal? Yeah. yeah, it, it, he, yeah, yeah. That one looked like it really caught him off guard. I, but I, at that size, I don't. All the great saves, and then that's the shit that beats. <laughs> like in the third one, you're just like, look, come on. He never dude. saw it. No goalie, no goalie stops that. Right, yeah. right, right. If a, if a goaltender stops that, it's because they got lucky and it hit him. But yeah. Andre Vasilevsky's chest protector would stop that. Oh, Even dude. the second one, it's like, sure, maybe he could have played it better. But when the team in front of him gives up a high quality chance for the eighth time in the last five minutes, yeah, I mean, but you're that's gonna still, get one that goes in. Like, like, I, like I, I started that by saying Gerard needs to play that better. I know, I hear you. And live, who did I yell at when it happened? It was yeah. Sam Gerard. Yeah. That was my frustration yeah. because I saw it coming. He got beat. He jumped to the inside of that guy when they were at the blue line because he wanted to try and cut off a pass from the inside. 
and it put him at total disadvantage to lose a foot race on the outside, which he does because as great a skater as G is, he's just not that fast. He's and off the blocks, too, because he's flat-footed yeah. at the blue line. Yeah, well, and he's turning around and spinning. Yeah. So... Is line dancing taking place it, behind me? Someone in the bar is having some fun. Nerd. It's party night. Okay. It looks like seated line dancing. I'm seeing a lot of arm movement, but everybody's... <laughs> line dancing wasn't white enough. I was so. going <laughs> 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 to... bar's full of mayonnaise. <laughs> I just heard a yee-haw. Yeah, this feels very Texas. This right is now. sneaking this out the, I'm sneaking out right the back. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, starting, like, I'm starting to be like, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Yeah, you, guys still good. you guys keep being mad. I'm going to go play <laughs> for a while. <laughs> All right. So, look. Is the sky falling? No. Are things bad? Yes. What's the difference? Uh, one, sky falling, there's no coming back. Yeah, from. it's over. What are you talking about? You just lift it up, man. All right. Just, yeah, just push it back up there. Put that shit back up there. Put it on the shelf again. How do you think the sun rises every morning? <laughs> Some super motivated asshole gets up and posts on TikTok about him lifting it up. <laughs> wow. That, is, that, is that a TikTok to someone like time not lapse? That I know uh, of. I'm just assuming. Time lapse their hand <laughs> for I'm, perspective. I'm just assuming. You're a rising grinder, AJ? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me at 6 a.m. I'm definitely awake. <laughs> every, I feel, like, I feel every like sometimes you are, but like going the other way direction. Yeah. Yeah. That's, when it, that's how it happens. You are awake, <laughs> but is. you're on the tail end of being awake. This is correct. <laughs> Sleep and grind. My God. Confirmed. I'll be up tomorrow at Line dancing and then bloodhound gang. We got to get out of here. I got to go join this party. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on, on that note, look. A lot of this game is copy and paste of Wednesday, right? A lot of the things we said in Wednesday's game Although apply. This is a lot worse than Wednesday. They played they played 35 good minutes and had a 2 nothing 2 nothing lead in that game. There were reasons for feeling good on Wednesday. I think they played like shit tonight. I, I, I think this was every bad sure, every it was bad an extension habit, every of the bad, bad everything. Sure. Except Darcy Kemper was dope until he wasn't. The back broke. Kemper was dope, Burkowski popped off and no one else existed. Yep. Even LOC made the big mistake. Yep. Even the, even, even the guy who works his ass off. Be excited about that anymore. Uh, Got caught I thought watching. Taves looked all right for yeah. being his first game back. That's not how you spell wasted. He was fine. That's fine. He was fine. Right. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Would have, been, would have been dope had he actually scored on that short yeah, side. Yeah, kind of needed to finish that. I mean, you know, would have been would have been dope had Nathan McKinnon not missed four golden scoring opportunities. But I don't need to keep hammering this on. Yep. <laughs> so let me let me. I'm gonna ask all you guys. Do you think this gets fixed? Do you think this gets turned around and they end up having the season? Maybe not finishing at the top of the division stuff, but that you know, kind of everyone yeah. expected. Or do you think that this is gonna be something they battle all year? No, I think this team is fine. Um, if they go four or five and one, I, I'll put it this way: I don't think the team this team ends up somewhere in the middle. I think they either figure it out and they're right back to the top of the league, or they don't figure it out and it goes to shit really fast. I think uh, this is good for the Avs right now. Some adversity. Learn what not to do, right? Learn that you can't take nights off when you're playing hockey in the NHL. Found the and, optimist. Huh? <laughs> so yeah. we found the optimist. I'm what are you an think? optimist? Yeah, and I think that they're going to, like, squeak in, you know, probably. Five, six. Yeah, four, five, six, somewhere in there. It'll be good for them. AJ? I think they're broken. 
But but that's can what, they fix it? Yeah, right yeah, now. You don't you don't think they fix it? No, nope. no. All right. I think they're a middle of the road hockey team until until Nathan McKinnon shows up and, and until until Kale McCarr, Nathan McKinnon, until their until their best players remind everybody that they're elite and not just for a night. They don't go anywhere. And you don't think that they do that this year? Nope. Interesting. I think I'm I think I'm out, man. I I, I mean I think I'm out on them as a serious contender. Uh, that's a bit. Funny. I think I think that I think that they're probably still a playoff team, but I I think this is the this is the red flaggiest of red flags that could possibly exist, is that you can't you can't get over your own problems, you can't get through your own internal struggle. This is it's it's the hardest challenge in all of life to do. See, and, and absolutely, I but I think it's still too early to count them out of I, this I, race. I don't. I think that there have been red flags, small red flags in each of the last couple of years that have me feeling like this because now those small red flags are grew big into big blinking it, lights. Yeah, well, or it's, they it's, grew it's, into really really big problems and they never got they never really got fixed and there's no there's not really any help on the way. There's not really an answer. There's not really a thing that you can point to right now. Long term like over the next several years, I don't I not concerned about it, but for right now, once once the snowball gets rolling of a season, it is incredibly difficult to turn it around. Now you're ten games in, like it gets it gets late really early in the NHL, and I just don't I I don't think uh, I'm just not I'm I'm not. See, I feel like those... I don't I don't I don't feel I don't feel good about this. See, I feel like, and the... I'm trying not to be a hostage of the moment. I've always been very level headed. But I'm telling you, this is. I think that they have a really big problem on their hands. I, well, see, and I think a lot of those like those those small red flags you talked about in the past, because again, they've had stretches like this in the past where we've actually had these same conversations. What are they doing? The effort's not quite there. Na you know, Nathan McKinnon isn't playing. I think these next ten games are what yeah, dictates how the rest of the season goes. Literally, this entire season sits in the next ten games. Because Blaze, I agree with you. I think it's still a little too early to say I they can't get out of it. But I think they have to do it now. If they're going to figure this out, it's it's it, Thursday against Vancouver. It, it's very, very possible that by game 15, all four of us are sitting here feeling exactly like AJ does right now, I think. I mean, if they go wrong and they win the next five games, like, then I'm, it, a, I'm an idiot. But it's the other way. Yeah, yeah right. And, and that's that's where I'm at with it. Is I think they either do that or they collapse. I don't think they'll go six and where, four. Where and I kinda, do agree with yeah. you is if... I think this. I think this is a moment for them that could possibly turn into exactly what AJ's talking about. Whoa, 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 whoa! We've got to step back and relook at this. We thought we were right there, and we need to make adjustments. Or I think this can go the exact opposite way of we are going to force ourselves out of this and finally learn how to get over this. Because I think that's kind of what you're referring to with those smaller red flags over the last couple of years. I don't remember when I put my phone back in my pocket. <laughs> I just went to pick it up and see what time it was, and it was in my pocket. I'm like, I don't uh, remember this happening, but okay. This, this is this is either where you move beyond those red flags coming up every year, and and it's kind of the Avs 2001 team second round LA Kings moment. Like, you either do it and you finally get over it, or you just become the team that goes through these bad stretches that has plagued them in the playoffs last year and now early in the season this year. I think part of the reason this feels worse is because 
This is all we have to go on for this year. They've, when they've gone these stretches in the past, you've had moments where, wow, they've been really good. They've been elite. They came out of the gates hot. This is the first time we've seen them do this coming out of the gates this Lethargic. apathetic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just... I don't. I don't think that your like your logic is is that crazy. I just think I, I think these I next. Think ten, I don't think it's logic, man. I anytime that I'm. That's any, just a any, feel. Anytime that I I make any kind of an argument, I fucking hammer away at it because it's logic. It's almost impossible to argue with it. But this isn't this isn't a logical thing. This is a this is a this is a fatalist thing. This is a. I think that they feel. I well. I think that I think that there's something seriously wrong. Because they don't look good. They don't look competitive. They don't look a shade like they have. They've had moments, but they've had, I mean, <laughs> they've gotten, they've gotten obliterated in the process that they've been so good at. Yeah. They've gotten obliterated multiple times. It wasn't like, like the Caps game was like this one off where you're like, wow, that was, that was terrible. But it feels like we're several. It was supposed to be. Where we feel, I, I feel like we're several embarrassing losses into the season now. Where, you know, you you lose to Vegas on home ice, a team that you absolutely, in that circumstance, your first game against those guys. It's what they did to you in the postseason. You should be going in a, in a compromised version of them. You should be going out and laying the wood. And they got beat. They got beat in front of their own crowd. They got smoked by Washington. They got they got beat by Florida. They got uh, the, the the Tampa Bay game looks like two really really badly struggling teams that kind of just hit each other with pool noodles for three hours. <laughs> like they did this. You're two embarrassing losses to Columbus in now. You know you've you've got that one three day stretch where you beat St. Louis, you beat you beat Minnesota. Two teams who are off to great starts this year and playing great hockey, and you earned both of those victories, and they were both totally legit, where you felt like things were normal. Outside of that three-day stretch, and I guess maybe opening night when they waxed a bad Chicago team. Yeah, everyone's like, here. Right, but but I feel that's that's it. I don't know, I don't know where anybody feels truly good or confident about any of this outside of a 72-hour window where Life felt normal. Uh, now, the rest of this feels like we're. It feels like you're in a hockey pandemic. Here's my my argument against that. With tonight's game, yes, the Avs played like garbage. Yes, it needs Again. to be better. They played like garbage and had a lead with ten minutes left in the game. So they're playing that badly. And there's, it's not yeah. like they're getting blown the fuck out. Right, yeah, right. and they're not going to get Columbus, Columbus every night yeah. either. <laughs> I hear you. I do. But... I'm saying that I don't think Out, they're as far of the away Washington from game. getting there. Yeah, yeah, the Washington game yeah. was bad. Yeah, outside of that, no, I, agree, I agree with you. They've been in and around games and able to win them. Yes, Nathan McKinnon's got to figure it out. Yes, the whole team has to wake up a little bit. But it's, it doesn't feel like it's so far away that it's unattainable to me yet. I agree. I agree. Five games from now, it may feel a whole lot more unattainable. But we're not there yet. So, I agree. All right. On that note, we're going to get out of here. Thank you, everyone, for watching, listening, however you consume the pod. If you're on YouTube, be sure to like and subscribe, both the video and the channel. We're live five days a week, even next week when there's one Avs game on Thursday. <laughs> we'll be live Monday through Wednesday. We might take one day off because I think they play that weekend, too. But They play Saturday. So maybe Saturday we might have to take one yeah, day off. I mean, we're but gonna, 
It's gonna it's gonna be Lollipop Park Monday through Wednesday. Oh jeez. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's might be, be eBay it's, shopping. When are we doing a live show from Lollipop? Oh, it's not even there. Yeah, Lollipop Park's gone, bro. Thank you for the super chat. Could it be they're out there not having fun? Losing yes. ain't fun, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Seriously, uh, have you have ever we, enjoyed losing? Because if practice, you did, you're a loser. That's what they need to do this week. <laughs> at practice, they need to have some fun and they need yeah. to just cool these ten games. They're Yo, done. They're over. I saw Mighty Ducks bring a beach ball to practice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully Iceland just, doesn't show up. I was going to say, just, just lock Iceland out don't, of the building. Don't let Wolf the Dentist Stanton <laughs> show up. And, and I need Jared Bednar to play three bar against Rod the Bod. That's what I need in my life. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, anyway. Sounds, all, of this, all of this sounds great. All of this sounds better than going and sitting at practice on Monday and watching them do the exact same thing with a coach that doesn't show any emotion ever. I, I don't un, I did, if there was ever a time for a guy for a guy to blow up on a team if there was ever a guy to use pub, the public you know to use a, a press conference the media to blow up on a team let's let's it's time it's time for it's time for us to find out what Jared Bednar's made of yeah all right that's if, a great point great if point we haven't gotten a copy strike yet we're definitely gonna get one now so thank you everyone we love great. you we will talk to you all on Monday <laughs>